Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What is up, my fine friend, Jen Martland? Well, hello, Monica. Well, hello. I'm coming at you from Columbia. I was going to say, I see you're traveling the world again. Why not? Hey, listen, I don't know if most of our listeners understand the really incredible feat that you've been able to prove can happen, which is you know, be a traveling realtor with a viable business still going on while you're traveling. You did that for a year, right? We did. And we were actually that year, we were still in the top one and a half percent of real estate agents in the country with me and Alan. That's it. All you do is do what you're supposed to do every day, no matter where you are, you can can still happen. Well, and I like to travel because we're doing teams 2.0, which we've done a lot of videos on, but like we have a team in Portugal getting ready to set one up in Panama and working on setting one up here in Colombia. (laughs) I don't even speak Spanish. I need to practice though. I should speak Spanish and maybe I know two words in Portuguese. So Um, poquito, isn't that a little bit in Spanish or something? That's all Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I'm glad you're with us today. We appreciate you listening, tuning in, all the things. And today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this. Should sellers be available for the showings? Should sellers be on site? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to get so much shade for this. God, here we go. Good. <laughs> Another opportunity for people to be on team Monica. <laughs> I it's just assume, right. I assume that you're like most agents and the answer is no. Is that right? Uh, correct. I'm a, yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do All right, it. Tell me why. <laughs> tell me why. I, I think I, like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I think it, it, I think it also, I don't necessarily see a problem with it, but I do understand the point of view when there is a problem. Right. So like, I guess, I guess I'll be you and be Switzerland and say, it depends. So I think it depends on the, (laughs) but if I had to pick a side, I'll be like, sure, whatever. You can't control these people anyway. That's my point of view. Let them do whatever the hell they want. But like, (laughs) the fact is, is like, if they have like a unique property or there's like a story about it, or there's going to be a lot of questions, I think you're better off having them. They don't need to be like there, but they can like open the door and be like, Hey, I'm just going to be like at the neighbor's house. If you have any questions, let me know that way. The, and, I, and then because we're calling the agents ahead of time, we're going to warn them. Right. Like, so that they know like, Hey, the seller is going <laughs> to let you in, but they're going to walk out. If you have any questions, because sometimes houses require a conversation. Correct. I don't know. I mean, millions of houses are sold <laughs> all the time without a conversation between the buyer and seller. Yeah. So like if it's not a house that does, that requires a conversation, then I think it could be more of a detriment, but I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think in some cases it hurts, but I don't think it hurts as much as pe- other people think. I don't know. Tell so, me, tell me what you think. Let's talk through it. Well, let's let 
if we could go on the assumption that buyers and sellers in this scenario are of sound mind and of our normal human what beings, is normal i don't know but Lord. it's not what sellers and buyers are if we knew that there would be an appropriate amount of sharing an appropriate amount of explanation an appropriate amount of commitments then you know that would be safe but we know that's not true and people so could read is, social no. cues <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, your buyers are not themselves when they're walking around with a seller standing there. You can hardly concentrate on, you know, are they watching me? Are they look? What are they right. doing? You're not really absorbing the house. You're not getting a feel, a sense of it. Look, we tell people to take their photos down off the wall because you want to present a blank, you know, palette. The the next level of that is actually the human being standing <laughs> in the freaking room. But take it down. But if take you do, do like a lot of unique properties, like especially if you have like a lot of older properties that are maybe built in like the 1800s or early 1900s, there may be a conversation or specialized properties or something like that. I don't think they should follow them around. I don't think they should give them a tour. But I think the other side of this is a lot of agents aren't doing like buyer consults. So they don't even know their buyer. And I think that's why they also don't want the seller to be there because they're like, well, I don't know. I don't know what this buyer is looking for because <laughs> we'll call for? the agents ahead of time and be like, Hey, there's some unique features about this house. Tell me what your buyer is looking for so I can point out some features that they may like because you've never been in the house before. So how would you right. know? So let me help you. And they're like, well, I don't know what they're looking for. And I'm like, you're <laughs> dumb. Well, hey, I believe this falls. There's a way to solve this because you're right. There are some houses that require additional explanation. Okay. The way you solve that is either the seller does a nice explanation video or writes a very extensive paragraph about that particular aspect of the home that the listing agent prepares the home appropriately. And if there's an explanation needed, then that needs to be I worked agree. out what's and the best. We've even tried that and the sellers like don't want to be on it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll do a video of the house and then you just be the voice. And like, they don't want to yeah. be on it. And then I'm like, you know what? We should have a hologram. Like oh, this <laughs> there you go. Like That's you know it. when you go into a museum yes. and you have like the the headset, headset and it's and like hologram. tells you where to go. Yes. Yes. We should do something like that. I mean, or See? I like the hologram idea because then it could be the seller and the seller could tell them the things that we're not allowed to tell them. Aha. Uh -huh. There you go. That's why you want to do this. I'm figuring <laughs> it out right now. No, I just think it's, you know, that the, the risks outweigh the reward for that. For Disagree. Sure. Is there a reward? Is there a possibility of good information helping to sell the house? You and I actually, I'm very surprised at this with you because you and I both kind of agree, like the buyer's going to like the house. The buyer's not going to like the house. I mean, not, right. let, let them see it. You know, if they have, if they're intrigued and they want to know what is that? moving shelf door thing like right. okay then we'll tell the story but they don't like the house i don't give a shit what's going on behind that shelf it's either. true yeah i mean that is true and it, that's why i said i think it does depend on it depends on who the seller the buyer and the type of house right if it's mm -hmm. a cookie cutter house and everything is like kind of normal like everything else then there's really mm -hmm. not a lot of explanation required mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but like right. Also, I know that, man, sometimes these buyers and sellers, they're just going to do what they want anyway. So does it even matter? No, no, it doesn't matter. You know what? I, I think gave a up. seller apathetic. I think they call it. I'm over That's it. right. <laughs> You've thrown in the towel. You know, a seller explanation or, hey, this is what we love most about the house or, hey, you're going to love the sunrise in the morning of the little and the dinner. I think, I think what that 
does more than anything is take a house from a nine to a 10 or an eight to a nine. It nowhere takes a house from a three to a 10. Like none of that. Shit I don't know, because I think Come if on. you have like a very, very, very unique property that requires a story, it could. And if you have a specific buyer that's like you, <laughs> what do they call you? I forget. Not a driver, but like the eyes. Amiable. The amiables. People person. People person. Oh my God. I love everyone. So I think it it could, it could pull you and buyers like you into the story of the house to fall in love with it. But like, I agree with you that it's not going to take some cookie cutter home from a three to a 10. Like that, that doesn't really pass the logic test. Right. I don't know. All right. Let's take a break. Moment. Shall okay. we? All right. Yes. When we let's hear a word from our favorite partners. And when we return, we'll have the final punches. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country, and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes, and people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com. G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there. Just T-R. Dot com. And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded, oh yeah, I need to post. And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else. Well, you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're going to love it. Go sign up, ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right. I'll see you in there. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system from the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process. Very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step and Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift, all right? Do it, make the call, see ya. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring. Close out with our final round. Jim Berlin, you have one minute to tell me why you think this stupid idea is a good idea. <laughs> why the hell not, man? Why the hell not? All the reasons why not. 
all the reasons why not, because we know that sellers and buyers should never talk unless it's that last ditch effort. If that look, I don't know, we should do another one on like the final walkthrough because that actually has been really helpful in the times that I've done it when the seller takes the buyer through, especially like if there's like particular ways to operate the pool or like whatever. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if what you're saying holds true, then I would submit to the court that (laughs) we don't need to round table closings either because certain parts of the country do them, which is 50 years ago. It's a practice that was done way before that is not done now in most of the places, except where we live. I understand, but I think there's a tradition to that that feels appropriate. In That's some stupid. Ways. That's dumb. Okay. It's like, listen, I like the idea of the seller helping the buyer through navigating some of the things, but that should be done after close when the keys belong to the buyer and nothing can go wrong. <laughs> you're done. That'd be nothing. awesome, except that there's a final walkthrough. Oh, yipsie. <laughs> right. I don't know. Let's um, listen to, we actually have a, a guest for this, a really great guest. So listen to what they have oh. to say. Oh, I'm <laughs> hoping they're team Monica because it's the right answer. It was Jeez. pretty hard to find somebody that agreed with me. So if you agree with me, <laughs> please let Jen know. Let Jen know. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm hoping this sparked just some thought. Here's in my mind what this podcast will likely spark in people. As listing agents, can I do a better job of helping my sellers tell the story mm. of their home in a Great creative idea. way? Yeah. I, I think that's what's that's what I would walk away with from this conversation is, yeah, the reality of sellers being around for the showings is not all that great, but you're right. There's value in the story. There's value in the explanation. I mean, we talk about stories sell, stories sell. So yeah. tell the story at home and the features, tell the story about the features. So can listing agents elevate that experience in, in some other ways besides the sellers opening the door? <laughs> well, yeah, because if it. you can, and you can do a video either where they're on it verbally or they're on it face to face, you can actually mm-hmm. then throw it on your YouTube page and they yeah. can, they get a lot of views. We get a lot of views from those. And yeah, if you yeah, have out, yeah. if you have a, if you're dealing with a lot of out of state people, they really love it. So, yeah. You know. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In depth. Okay. All right, guys, I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. And you know all the things, you know, subscribe to the podcast, go to the internet, the interwebs, (laughs) and go to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the things. Yes. Right, Jen? Yes. And Monica and I are looking for some of you to work with us. So if you have an interest in that, give me a call or a text at 513-400-1691. All right, Monica, have a lovely day. See you next time, Jen. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I'm here with our tiebreaker, Sarah Heward. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks for being on. And I'm glad you're our tiebreaker because I know you'll you'll have some good thoughts for this. So you, just for some context, you are with Mott and Chase of Sotheby's International Realty in Rhode Island. So, yeah. I mean, you could potentially deal with this a lot. What do you say about should sellers be available for showings? Yeah, D- definitely no. I, I, I'll, I'll, End of podcast. I like your style, Sarah. Yeah, I'll come in strong on that one. I don't see any advent, you know, advantages for a seller to be there. I think the two big negatives are that it distracts the buyer and it defeats the purpose of the listing agent. 
So, you know, I'm there because they've hired me to present their house in the optimal light, help them price it, promote it, market it, and, uh, you know, ideally procure a buyer. Having the seller there isn't going to bring any value to the table for the buyer. I think sellers would love it because, you know, you can go down sentimental circle and, you know, highlight the the points of the house that you love but it becomes awkward for the buyer because ideally the bu- the buyer's in there and the house is prepared in a way with staging and decluttering that they can envision themselves there and if the seller is present kind of popping in how he or she likes it this is what they love about the it kind of you know it it limits the ability of the buyer to see the house, the house at its true value. I mean, so, but I know I mean, like with, I mean, you're doing a lot of luxury real estate. And so I, I know that you get to ask this question a lot. What are they thinking is the benefit, the seller? I, I have, I, I have had sellers ask only once to be present. And I explained to them the disadvantages to them being there. I said, what I will do as your listing agent, and I do this, is I will give you all the feedback, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, the in-between, because obviously if there are concerns that keep appearing, we're going to need to address right. them, you know? Right. So I, I try to assuage their worry that way, that I'll be very transparent with with what I hear and what I glean. But I, I, you know, I'm there to promote their house and to highlight the elements, the amenities, because that's what contributes to the value of their house. Do you see like any type of property that where it would be beneficial for the seller to be there or any like? You know, only if it was a very confusing, (laughs) confusing (laughs) property, but hopefully you know, you as the agent, uh, you know, you study that house, you know, everything about that house, top down in between. And then, and if I have questions, you know, with the way technology is, I can literally text my seller during the showing and say, Hey, what you mentioned something about the expansion tank. What is that? You know, then I can get, I can acquire the info there, but it doesn't need to come, nor should it come from the seller. I mean, I've had, sellers say, can I be present at walkthrough? And it's the same thing. It's like, no, you know, there's something to be said about the the whole arm's reach and let's mm-hmm. get through to closing. You can write, you know, some of my sellers write great PDFs about this is how you work the heating system, you know, but send that to me. And then I send that to the other agent right. type of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it muddies the water and it becomes more about the seller less about the buyer. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I mean, and there's no sale, Sarah. (laughs) I know. I mean, for instance, I have a hockey shooting pad in my backyard. Nine out of 10 people are not going to want that. If I'm present, if I wasn't a realtor and I was there showing, I'd be saying all the positives. You can play hockey every day of the year, you know, (laughs) But to a buyer, they're going to look at me and say, but how am I going to use it? You know, my kids don't play hockey. Like, where's your grass? You know, so I just think. hard, no. I tried to. No. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, no vacillating on that one, Jen Merland. I'm a definite no. I can see that. All right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on. And of course, if people um, have a referral for you in Rhode Island, they can. But let's talk about a couple of other things that they can reach out to you about. I made some yeah. notes. Would you yeah. like me to? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So I think one thing that people can reach out to you about is you had you were battling some pretty um, strong health issues, yet you were able yeah. to overcome that. So I think if some people are dealing with that now, that would be you're on the Definitely. kind of the other side. They could talk to you about that. Absolutely. I know you have the term um, keyword hustle that your clients <laughs> said. So that's all about exceeding their expectations and what you do. Yes. Happy to talk to people about that. Absolutely. And then the last thing I wrote is a lot of people try doing like the small business interviews, but you've been doing it for a very long time and you do it very successfully. So kind of your keys to success on that. Maybe oh, that should be a new video. Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> so if they do want to reach out, what is the best way? Sure. So I have a website, sarahheward.com, or they can find me on Instagram, sarahheward.realestate. And Heward is spelled H-U-A-R-D. You've got it. And it's Sarah with an H. Yes, S-A-R-A-H-H-U-A-R-D. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sarah. I appreciate you being on. Oh, I love being on. I love your show. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.